0: Hello and welcome to the Moncast. My name's Stevie. And my name's Sam, but I'm not doing a voice because that's weird. The current score is 5-5, and this time we're discussing the 11th episodes, Storm of Friendship and Once in a Blue Moon.
1: Let's start with Once in a Blue Moon.
0: It starts off with everyone being strangely happy and nice to each other.
1: Yeah, well, they're in Cherry Grove City, finally.
0: I think they only reveal that, like, at the end of the episode, like, a bit into it. They said it at the start. I don't believe them. They do, because it's in my note. I only caught it the second time they mentioned it. I guess they wanted to make sure that the listeners knew that we were making progress.
1: It's taken 11 episodes, and they are now halfway to Violet City. Yay, we're getting closer. Slowly. (laughs) We're going to finish Digimon, and then they'll be, like, almost at Violet City.
0: We will never see Violet City.
1: But yeah, so Ash is polishing his Pokeballs, and then he's cleaning the GS ball that Oak gave to him, and I completely forgot that this was a thing. Yeah, me too. We saw it in the first episode, I think it was. Yeah, have the
0: GS ball. He might have showed it to Professor Elm. Who I thought was going
1: to be a recurring character, but wasn't. I also thought that. I thought he was going to be like, instead of Oak, instead of talking to Oak, he would talk to uh, Elm, but I guess he won't. I guess Professor Elm's just there to give him exposition and leave. Ash just hasn't severed ties with Kanto, I guess. Hasn't he got a um, a Totodile as well? No. Okay, yeah. So he's only got Chikorita, that's the first one he's got?
0: No, they saved that other person's Totodile and gave them back, I think. Okay. I mean, we'd see him use a Totodile if he had it.
1: I don't think he would, I think we'd see him use Bulbasaur. We do
0: see Bulbasaur again this episode, don't
1: we? Yeah, I thought we would never see him again, but I guess I guess we'd get a couple more episodes until Bulbasaur gets cast away.
0: has like hardly any Pokemon that aren't starters right now.
1: Well, he he tends to only ever get three starters, one of them will evolve slightly, and then he'll get a flying type, a bug type, and then Pikachu tends to be his usual roster.
0: Right now his team is comprised of Pikachu, which is a starter, Charizard, which is a starter, Squirtle, which is a starter, Bulbasaur, which is a starter, Chikorita, which is a starter, and Heracross, who we never see anymore. Heracross comes out very rarely and is then used to
1: catapult Pikachu into the balloon. So he
0: has five starters and Heracross. Yeah. Lovely.
1: Well-balanced team. Ash is polishing his well-balanced team and his GS ball. I'm just going to tell you now that I feel like, from what I remember, the GS ball plot disappears.
0: I hope it doesn't. I hope it keeps going.
1: Either it's an urban legend that I heard... Or oh, I've read it somewhere. The GS Ball holds Celebi or it holds a certain Pokemon and they're supposed to go somewhere and then it gets opened and that's what happens. But I'm pretty sure I've read in the dub they just completely drop those episodes. So the GS Ball is there and then one episode he just doesn't mention it and it never gets mentioned again. I think that's what happens with it. It should be pretty annoying if it is.
0: We may never find out either way because I doubt they'll make it that far before we have to move on.
1: Well, from what I've... Con- See, there's like 41 episodes of Johto, of Johto Journeys.
0: It's like split based on when the opening changes or something, I think. So we'll get through like all of the Johto stuff, like the first Johto series. Then it goes on to Johto League champions, I think.
1: Oh God, so we barely get him going to the League. If I open my
0: spreadsheet, I can see where we get up to. Although it won't actually say what the name of the next series is. It'll just have, like, episode names. Yeah, just like the next series starts and it's called A Golden Rod Opportunity. So I guess the opening title just changes and it's a new series of Johto
1: and carries on. You know what gym the Golden Rod gym is? What? The third gym. Really? It's the third gym. That's episode 42. Oh my god.
0: We'll be lucky if we make it through half of the gyms this time. We made it through six the first time i think
1: so much filler an entire season and he gets two badges
0: should we try talking about this episode though
1: (laughs) okay yeah misty says how much more responsible trainer ash has been lately and my question is how he caught a pokemon but he did that badly
0: he did actually he caught a pokemon by beating her up letting her get captured by team rocket letting her run off in the snow and then
1: finding (laughs) her but apparently he's a much more responsible trainer now definitely then that immediately gets cast aside because Brock says he's made food and Ash just leaves his Pokeballs by the side of a river. Okay, they have actual lives in there, you know, but I guess that's cool. I guess he could just leave them there. And then a Quagsire appears, which I love. Yeah, Quagsire. You like Quagsire as well? It's cool. I love it. It's so dumb. It's one of my partner's favorite Pokemon because it's just a, it's just a dumb, dumb Pokemon. It just looks like a
0: ditto has turned into a quagsire, but that's every quagsire.
1: It just looks like it hasn't got a worry in the world. It's really chilled out. It's very chill. It looks like Professor Layton.
0: Oh my god. It just has Professor Layton's face. Quagsire are a true gentleman.
1: They are. Maybe that's why it steals the ball, because it reminds them of a puzzle. So Misty tries to catch it. She sends out Psyduck and then goes to pick up Psyduck because Sad doesn't fight. They don't do any attacks either of them and when she walks towards it i don't know whether she kicks the gs ball but for some reason the gs ball is rolling and it rolls towards quagsire who takes it and then ash sends out squirtle
0: you missed a very important part what's that the part where butterfree just flies across the screen for a second for literally no reason
1: oh my god yeah
0: <laughs> it was great I was just like oh my god there's a butterfree it's got a long flight back to kanto soon
1: <laughs> even though it's migrating i guess it's just Fast
0: forward again, and Quagsire is swimming down the river with Squirtle chasing after him.
1: And it uses water gun to knock the ball out of its mouth, and Pikachu catches it. Then Misty's about to catch Quagsire when Officer Jenny appears, because we had Nurse join the last episode, so we've got to have Officer Jenny now, because we've got to remember that these people exist. Then she decides that she's going to arrest them all under this Quagsire preservation thing basically you can't catch Quagsire. And yeah, this is like the third, maybe fourth time the gang's been placed under arrest for not knowing something. They go into a place and, oh, you can't catch Pokemon here, or you can't be here, or you can't do that. I'm going to arrest you now. It's like, just leave a wooden sign somewhere that says, by the way, guys, when you come in here, you can't do this one specific thing. But they never have signs. They just will arrest you for not knowing that what you're about to do is a crime.
0: Yeah, just have like a sign with a red circle and a cross through a Quagsire or something.
1: But, no, just, you know, I'm going to arrest you now because you are about to do a thing that you're not allowed to do, even though you don't know it's a thing.
0: I know what it is. Digimon stole all the signs. Oh my god. They're all in the digital world.
1: All the scientists fell through to the digital world. That's great. In one episode of Digimon, we'll just see a sign at the in the background that's got like a no quagsire So, Officer Jenny's talking to Professor Oak, and he says he didn't tell them about the restrictions or whatever, and she agrees to drop the charges, which is still like, okay, but... She shouldn't have to talk to Professor Oak in order to to drop the charges. They should be like, we didn't know. Just put up a sign, please. You don't have anything else going on here.
0: I didn't think ignorance was a valid excuse anyway. What do you mean? Just like, if you stole something and then said, well, I didn't know I wasn't allowed to steal something,
1: would you then just be let off? No. Exactly. <laughs> That's like a, a, a well-known crime. If you ate a bagel in a park one day and you get arrested being told that you can't eat bagels in this park it's not a common law so you should be alerted to it if there's something you can do in a public space if you enter an area where that thing is restricted you are supposed to be alerted and told that you cannot do like drinking if you go to like street parties and stuff there'll be signs saying you can't drink beyond this point or you can only drink in this specific area because that's how it works But it can't be like, you're literally designed to catch Pokemon and your job is to go and catch Pokemon. This specific area, you can't catch Pokemon, but we won't tell you you can't. Like, that's not how it should work. It should be that we alert you that you cannot do these things. Even the Safari Zone didn't have it. Not even a sign or a fence or anything. They just had a man who wanted to kill his son. Not
0: save his son. You just accidentally threw him out a helicopter. (laughs)
1: Yeah, so so this plot's a bit weird for me where it's like, oh, I'm going to arrest you. Oh no, they're going to get arrested for something they didn't know they couldn't do. They didn't even manage to do it anyway. But Officer Jenny tells the kids that the Quagsire here only live in the cleanest of waters and the people of the city use them to gauge how clean water is, which is kind of cool. It's nice to see Pokemon being in their natural things, in their natural habitats, and it being useful to the humans in some way. It's good when Pokemon are Pokemon. It is. I think that's what they're trying to go for in this episode, even though I have some issues with the whole thing. I
0: mean, it's the whole these Pokemon gather together thing again that I've done before, but with Quagsire.
1: Not really that. It's more that the whole process of what they do doesn't make sense.
0: It makes more sense than when they've done it, like with Bulbasaur.
1: Well, no, Bulbasaur makes sense because it's a plant and like it can be affected by seasons and the idea of them migrating to go and evolve kind of is better than they collect balls to throw at the moon. It said it was like cycles
0: of the moon with the Bulbasaur, which made no sense.
1: The Bulbasaur thing was dumb, but
0: this makes a bit more sense, I think. This doesn't make more sense. This is more just the Quagsire having fun.
1: Every year they go to this waterfall and throw balls at the moon. Yeah. Why? Why? What purpose does it serve in their life cycle or anything else like that? It doesn't...
0: Maybe it determines the alpha quagsire.
1: Do they look like they have that, that sort of system in their society? I mean, the quagsire, they don't look like they have any sort of system. So they can have any system they want. I suppose, actually, if you look at them, they do look like the sort of Pokemon that I just chill out and that uh, this is a little game they play once a year. We'll play a game and whoever wins can be in charge for a year or something. Mm, okay, yeah. I, I think I I'll, I'll, I'll like the idea, I'll buy the idea of them doing it for fun because they're really fun-loving Pokemon. They just chill. So Ash wonders why quagsire stole the gs ball and jenny says it's because every year like around this time every year quagsire appear in the city and starts stealing round objects they take them upstream and then after a couple of days they all flow back downstream and it's considered good luck i did think it was a bit stupid but you've kind of explained it in a, in a good way to me just now i think i like it a bit more
0: i like that the community sort of taken this natural thing that's going on and turned into a tradition
1: adds a bit of
0: i don't know realistic backstory to the place
1: it gives us a chance to see the pokemon the city being its own thing as opposed to like oh here's a festival that the humans do every year which ash is now part of or something it's just like no this is something the pokemon do and we let them do it and even to things like we see one of the Quagsire take something from a bridge it screws off I feel like things like that have been put there specifically for the Quagsire to take, because it doesn't make sense why there'd be what looks like a piece of stone, but I assume it isn't stone because it floats, uh, why it would be there, but I guess they've just put things like round objects in the city for the Quagsire to come along and take. So yeah, they're walking around the city, and they see the Quagsire taking lots of objects, and then a Quagsire pounces on Ash, I think it's the one from earlier, and uh, tries to take the GS ball, and then Chikorita appears, spinning its leaf to fight the Quagsire off, and... They all notice how clingy Chikorita is to Ash. And then Brock says that Chikorita has some sort of crush on Ash. And I hate this. Uh, I hate this so much. It's kind of okay, I think. I guess. Maybe. I like the idea of Chikorita being overly protective. But I don't like the idea of it being a crush. Because that implies sexual attraction. You can love someone without being sexually attracted to them. Just the term itself, it comes from like, to have a crush on someone is to have a romantic affinity toward them.
0: Yeah, a romantic affinity isn't a sexual affinity necessarily.
1: It just, I think also coming from Rock makes it weird because Brock's a creepy weirdo. (coughs) I just like the idea of Chikorita being overprotective of Ash because how Ash helped Chikorita. I was about to say it was overly protective of Chikorita, but he really wasn't. He just went and found it. So then Chikorita spins its leaf again to protect Ash. And then the GS ball flies out of his bag, coincidentally, because apparently his bag's open. And the GS ball is placed on the very top. Because why not? So... Quagsire takes it and leaves, and then we see Team Rocket. Are they spying on the kids? I can't remember. They're trying to follow the twerps around. So I've got in my notes, I call them the twerps. Call them
0: twerps quite a few times.
1: Meowth says that there's a whole field of round stuff nearby for some reason. Like, okay, we didn't see it, but I guess. And then James just has a crystal ball. It's the lawn ornament that
0: Meowth took. Which is apparently just very reflective or something.
1: Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So James is trying to see the future or something within the crystal ball, and then a Quagsire appears and steals it. And then I love this bit because they're going to try and fight the Quagsire, so they grab their Pokeballs to send out Pokemon, but the Quagsire just appear and take them as well. There'd be a lot of people just losing the Pokemon. Maybe they put their Pokeballs in like square boxes or something around this time of year. I don't know. Team Rocket chase after the Quagsire because they want their Pokemon back. And it cuts to Ash and Co. who are running after their own Quagsire. They lose track of it at a bridge, but then they see like a, a group of Quagsire swimming. So they decide if they follow them, they'll find out where the other Quagsire is. And they end up at this small lake where there's like a whole bunch of Quagsire with their round objects being really happy and sitting and chilling out. It's a pool party. I love it. It's really cute.
0: It is just another case of Ash and Co. invade the privacy of some pokemon thing going on though which they like to do they're just like look at this amazing thing in nature let's go disturb it or watch it very closely it's very weird although in this episode it's more team rocket that do the bad stuff because they turn up in the balloon to try and catch all of the quagsire
1: using weird pincer-like grip things they are supposed to just grab the pokemon
0: i love this though because they're just doing the motto and then the quagsire starts slipping out because they're all slippery
1: well yeah it's in the pokedex entry that they're all like really slimy they've got like a, a slimy skin and i love it i love how they just think they can just catch them and the quags are not even fighting and it's like nope i
0: just love how the motto gets faster as well as the just failing and then they resort to plan b which is of course just the good old-fashioned net
1: which works because you can't slip out of a net because it's a net also at this point i love it team rocket are looking for their pokeballs and they just see them on the side of the river amongst a pile of trash don't treat our pokeballs like trash it's like they are you're all trash you're trash people oh but i love them i love them very much so ash and co are there and they're yelling at team rocket to let the quagsire go team rocket tried to steal pikachu and then suddenly there's like hordes of quagsire along the side of the river and they start throwing rocks and stuff at team rocket they manage to break pikachu free ash sends out bulbasaur surprisingly i thought it send out chikorita we've had chikorita once this episode now we're we gonna get them like both once an episode i don't know but yeah bulbasaur razor leaves the net and then all the quagsire go falling out which is fun they're all saved and then a rock punctures the balloon and team rocket blast off and that's it for the episode that's them did they get their pokemon back actually I
0: don't think they did, but they'll probably have them next time anyway. Not that they ever use the Pokemon anymore. We hardly ever see them except for, like, smoke screen? I
1: just didn't see them pick them up, so I'm just going to assume they don't have them ever again. And then all the Quagsire suddenly turn and start going upstream. Ash and Go decide to follow because they like to watch all these secret things that Pokemon do. Mm. They see Quagsire all holding their round objects by a waterfall, and then they all start firing their round objects up into the air with a water gun. With water gun, the move, not a gun that shoots water.
0: That would be cute, though, if they just had, like, super
1: soakers. Oh, my God. crags are fighting each other with super soakers. I'd love it. But yeah, so Brock surmises that they take these objects and fire them up to the moon for some reason, and whoever gets the highest one wins. We don't know what they win, but they win. And obviously, the GS ball will fly the highest because it's Ash's item, and Ash will always have to be the best it cuts to daytime and the townsfolk all stood on a bridge watching the stuff float back down and they're all picking up their stuff and then they all see the gs ball float down and they're like oh it's the last thing it's great like whose is it it's not mine it's not mine it's like if it's not yours don't say it's not yours you just have to say if it is yours you are
0: not helping
1: <laughs> honestly it's like i have issues with this in um i used to work in a restaurant and i used to take a food like a hot plate of food to a table of like 10 people will be like, who's is this? And they'll go, it's not mine. I'm like, okay, Jennifer, there are more people whose it isn't than it is. If the one person whose it is says it's theirs, it means everybody else doesn't have to say it's not theirs. Okay. So I have issues when people are like, oh, it's not mine. It's like, good for you. You're not who I'm looking for.
0: Who's Jennifer?
1: I don't know the name of the lady at the table. I don't know. She's just been named Jennifer. Yeah. So they all say it's not theirs. And then Ash appears, and they're running along trying to get it, but they can't get it because they're knackered because they've been running all day, well all night. Officer Jenny picks it up and tells Ash that he's the most luckiest and amazing and special one out of anybody there is ever. Yay. Because the GS ball flew the furthest and was the last one there.
0: Which actually makes no sense. No, it doesn't. Because the highest one isn't necessarily, like, the last one that got squirted up into the air.
1: Mm, Because, like, it could get caught on rocks, it could be picked up by something else, like, you don't know.
0: It's just whoever gets their item squirted up last, not highest necessarily.
1: True, true.
0: I guess they don't actually know about which was highest. They only know which one came down last.
1: But yeah, Jenny says that Ash is the luckiest and he'll have all the best luck all year. Luckier than anybody else in the entire town. It's like, oh my gosh, Ash is amazing. He didn't do anything this episode, but I guess he still wins because he has to win. He's gonna win everything. But not this season, because we get three gym battles. And then the episode ends with us knowing that Ash is the best.
0: He's the luckiest. He's pretty lucky to still be alive.
1: Any more notes for this?
0: No, I think we can go on to the stuff. Cool. Who was your favourite character in this? My favourite character was definitely Quagsire. Cool. I just love the noise they make.
1: They're just like, quah. They're just so chill. They are really cute and really happy. Pokemon. I like them. My favorite was Misty because she wanted to catch Quagsire, which is a really cool Pokemon, even though she didn't actually get to do it. She should have anyway. Break the lore a little bit.
0: (laughs) Just a little bit.
1: What was your favorite thing?
0: My favorite thing was the Butterfree that appeared for a second. Oh. Why did you say, oh?
1: Oh, I forgot about the Butterfree.
0: I was happy to see a Butterfree. I guess they couldn't do a Tumbleweed, so they just settled for a Butterfree going across the screen instead.
1: My favourite thing is how this episode makes no sense because it's a filler episode, but it's set in a main place. Like, Cherry Grove's one of the main places you go to, so I don't know why it didn't have anything more important happening in it. But instead, we just have... Like, even Cherry Grove in the games doesn't have a river or anything, and technically this thing doesn't exist... Like, this whole story doesn't happen... In the city. It happens adjacent to it. I mean, the anime and the games are only loosely connected. But you go and visit actual places from the game. But in this, they just tell you that they're there and then you never see the city. You only ever see the river. Filler or not filler. Yeah, it's definitely filler. It's absolutely filler. But it's in Cherry Grove. Why? Why set it in one of the main places? This is a... It's just
0: a name of a
1: city. I know, but it's a milestone. We normally get filler episodes happening like... Stone Town or Porta Vista. And then main stuff happens in like Pewter City and Cherry Grove, but apparently not in Cherry Grove. Nope. Overall thoughts? Yeah, I liked it. It was just another fun little
0: filler episode. I think if it wasn't Quagsire, it would be much worse.
1: Yeah, Quagsire did really sell the episode a lot. Qua. Did you watch this before or after Digimon?
0: After Digimon.
1: Okay, I watched it before. Oh, no. <laughs> So, my notes in my notes i have got that I found the episode boring, but retroactively after watching Digimon, like, spoiler for Digimon. I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, I thought it was quite nice. Um, I have some questions, though. What if the object they steal isn't owned by anyone? Does it just float away? I assume so. Like, the thing on the bridge? That didn't belong to anybody, but I guess that floats away. What happens if the object doesn't float?
0: It sinks.
1: Just never get it back.
0: I mean, I guess the coaxir only pick things that are light enough for them to actually... Shoot up into the air
1: with water. I suppose the whole point of it is they're trying to shoot it the highest, so they would steal stuff that floats. I just, I can't, I just imagine it stealing like something valuable to somebody that doesn't float, and then just like it firing up into the air, and then it just sinking, and they're like, "Well, that's our little game done." And there's some woman somewhere losing her like Faberge egg or something. She's like, "It's never coming back. It costs thousands of dollars." Yeah, but the Quagsire took it for their little game, and we can't touch the Quagsire. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I thought it was alright. I didn't like it as much when I first watched it because I think I was so focused on the fact it's Cherry Grove and it should be something else. There should be more stuff happening. But you know what? We got to see some Pokemon doing a little ceremony they do every year. Ash didn't battle. He was just an observer for this natural event that was going on. I quite liked it. I thought it was good, even though it is filler.
0: I'm glad it wasn't based around an entire species evolving this time. Yeah. Made a bit more sense.
1: Anything else or are we done with this one? I think we can move on.
0: Next up is Storm of Friendship. Here we
1: go! I had high hopes for this. Why? <laughs> because Ken, like the last two episodes, it's it's kind of had a, a focus on Ken and how he's... Ken. Yeah, he's just developing stuff. And every time he fails something, he tries to improve it and make it better.
0: Speaking of Ken, in the like last time on Digimon thing, TK says Ken so many times. Oh, I didn't watch that bit. It's so bad. It's just, Ken did this, and then then
1: Ken, 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 Ken. Right. Well, Ken's on Metal Greymon. He's discussing how overtaking the digital world is so much easier with
0: the Dark Spirals. Well, he's discussing it with himself and when Mon is there.
1: Yes. But because the Dark Spirals control Ultimate Level Digimon, it makes it so much easier. It shows the map being taken over. But my question is this. The kids are still on the minecart, so how long has it been? Unless they've been travelling on that minecart for days, as he's taken over more spaces. He's got a whole army under his control. I suppose, yeah, if he has now taken over more ultimate level Digimon with the Dark Spirals, he could send them off to take over places. Just send them off to erect Spires and capture new Digimon. It would have been cool to see that happening in just some stills, because it makes the timing weird if we don't assume that. So yeah, the kids are in a minecart. Tentamon lands in the minecart and then Cody gets a message from Izzy. What does the message say? I can't remember. Something
0: about Ken capturing things, maybe?
1: I don't remember. It's just like a one line and nobody responds to it. Like Matt immediately just asks Tentamon to find Gerarumon. No one acknowledges Cody at all. He's too short. So Ty and Matt agree that they have to fight Metal Graymon because that's the only way they can save him.
0: Yeah, this whole intro conversation's just the end of the last episode again. But this time, Davis is against it for no reason.
1: This gets brought up so many times in the episode. We have to fight him. But what if we hurt him? But we have to fight him. But what if we hurt him? But we have to fight him. But what if we hurt him? But Sam, we
0: have to fight him.
1: But what if we hurt him? I don't want to hurt my friends, who can quite clearly kill other Digimon. Like, if your friend has a gun... And he's walking around a city. You take the the friend down. You don't be like, I don't want to hurt my friend. Like, no, your friend can hurt plenty more people. You have to fight him. But what if you hurt him? But what if
0: he's like 10 times bigger than you and immune to pretty much all of your attacks?
1: He is one of the most powerful Digimon that you have. None of your po- of your Digimon can get to that level yet.
0: None of your Pokemon either.
1: No, not even the Pokemon can get to that level. Yeah, so Matt and T- uh, Ty were like yeah we have to fight him tar's like yeah i agree it's not something i really want to do but we have to do it and davis is like no i don't want to do it i don't want to hurt my friends and then tk's like we don't really have a choice in this we have to stop him and then davis is like well who asked you ts and then they end up having a physical fight i'm like okay
0: i don't want to hurt my friends immediately starts punching
1: tk (laughs) davis is awful here he's so bad it's kind of not his choice it's like in the scale of whose right is to make this decision it's ty's partner so ty gets to make the ultimate decision whether they fight him or not matt's ty's friend and also like the second in command so matt like okay matt's really good in this episode like Anytime he makes a decision that they have to hurt Metal Grandmon, he confirms it with Ty. He's always like, with Garumon, he's like, oh, we've got to fight him. Isn't that right, Ty? And he always just like goes and asks Ty and every time he's like, it's okay, we do this, right? And then Ty's like, yeah, we've got to do it. And Davis, the whiny child in the corner, no, I don't want to fight them because it's my friend. So Ty is Agumon's partner. Matt and TK are both brothers and also like the original adventure kids. They adventured with Agumon. They know Agumon really well. Matt's agreed to fight for for Ty. And TK is Matt's brother, so he can help where he can. So, like, all of the decision-making power falls on Ty, out of anybody else. And the others are there to support him, because Ty cannot fight Agumon by himself. So they're offering to help. So, Davis doesn't want to hurt Agumon and instead decides that the best thing to do is to insult TK, and then fight him instead. He just looks like an idiot, he just comes off really bad.
0: He's the worst.
1: <laughs> Like, Metal Greymon is evil and is a powerhouse. He can destroy so many things. He's not gonna get hurt if you attack his arm, okay? It's fine. It's so weird. It's just wrong. <laughs> so, Kari says that she wants to split them up, but Matt and Ty are like, oh, just let them keep fighting and helps them deal with the issues. It doesn't. They're just fighting. They don't have any issues. The issue is that Davis doesn't want to fight, and this is the entire episode. I think
0: the issue is more just Davis is a rubbish friend.
1: So, it cuts to Tentamon, who is searching for Garurumon. Tentamon sees a dark spire, and then I agree with Pagumon, who are controlled by Dark Rings, and he says he needs backup. This never gets brought up again in the episode.
0: I guess he gets Garurumon, but he doesn't, like, turn up with Garurumon later. So, I guess he just stays behind or something.
1: So, they're still going along the minecart, apparently, now alone just i guess they just let davis and tk fight or whatever and then cody picks up a digi egg signal which is weird why is it him out of everybody to pick it
0: up because he's small and insignificant and this is like all he gets to do they need him to say something in the episode
1: they stop and they see the crest of friendship it's been chiseled on a wall there's a joke about who could have done that and then there's a joke about it being somebody with a large chisel wasn't funny they look and they see the digi egg of friendship Kari jokes that it's like a giant flip-flop with a nail in it. It's also not funny. Ty says maybe it's there for Matt. Matt says it's maybe the one with the most friends. David says maybe it's the the one with the fewest friends, like himself. None of this is funny. There's just a lot of talking instead of trying to pick the actual egg up. They know what they need to do. They've done it five times already. Yeah, so they do all that talking instead of trying to actually pick up the digi egg. Matt tries and fails. Ty asks Cody to try. Then Ty tries. TK tries. Kyrie. And everybody tries except Davis. And then Davis says that he makes a joke about equilibrium instead of trying it. And then some more talking instead of him trying it. Then Matt and Ty physically put him at the digi egg and they're still dragging it out. Davis doesn't even try. And he just gives up. And it's like, all this time, all he had to do was lift up the egg, but it didn't. He just didn't. They thought they'd add like a minute of talking about stuff and then trying to get him to do it and it's like we all know it's going to be him because he's the last one to do it and there's so much excess stuff just to draw it out and it really doesn't make sense why they had to do that they just drag out a lot it's just really dragged out. Like, they could have had him pick it up and that's it. That's the episode done. He would have had it. But instead it's like, oh no, it's about equilibrium. Oh no, I was joking about the equilibrium thing. Okay, we'll pick it up. Okay, but what if it's not for me? If, just pick it up. Let's try it. Okay, but maybe, don't say it if, ands or buts. Just go and try it. Okay, if it's for you, it'll work. But no, they have to just drag it out and it just wasn't funny. Like, it wasn't, just wasn't good. I wasn't enjoying it. This episode stresses me out. It's a bad episode. So then Flymon appears and attacks veemon evolves and misses hawkman evolves and misses flymon takes patamon and then ken's there with metal greymon and i really like ken's plan which is to take control of patamon which actually makes sense because he's like the most powerful digimon they have
0: speaking of ken's plan carrie is there looking at ken with a dark spiral about to put it on patamon and she just says what does he have planned it's just how
1: dumb can you be carrie
0: really he's standing right there with the dark spiral it's obvious what he's gonna do
1: the writing quality in this episode was pretty bad so poor with the jokes and everything it just and it's like this is the third part of a a short arc involving ken and him learning about dark spirals and everything and 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 doing what he can with it and it just really wasn't satisfying because they they overshadow it all with davis and it all being about him but not in a good way
0: it's not even about davis it's just about them all saying friend and friendship a million times and not really saying anything it's just boring
1: and bad like the next bit tk says that they can use davis as bait because they can do without him like tk you don't need to say this okay your friend is literally in danger so don't make a joke about using him as bait and then davis says that they can do without his stupid hat and they fight again because why not? Yoli stops them and says they should remember the crest of friendship. It's like, why? why? Then Ken <laughs> does this really satisfying laugh. Like, I don't know why, just it's it's really satisfying. And then he goes to put the spiral on Patamon. TK runs at Ken for some reason. Tai pushes him out the way of Metal Greymon's claw. It just misses them both. Gurumon appears and then the sound on my episode got really weird because like, Gurumon appears and saves Patamon whilst they're still talking about Patamon being saved. But in one Jump! Garumon appears, destroys the spiral, and saves Patamon. He
0: doesn't destroy the spiral yet.
1: Oh no, he doesn't. Flameon comments on how T.K. risked his life to save Patamon. It's like, well, no, he didn't. He ran at Metal Graymon. He tried. That's stupidity. But yeah, then he asks Davis if he would try and save him, and Davis is like, and then Flameon gets annoyed and becomes Vemon because Davis is bad. Well, he doesn't evolve yet because uh, Ken makes Metal Graymon fight. Matt's riding Garumon. Garumon says that he doesn't want to hurt Greymon. Matt says they don't have a choice. Ty agrees, because this way. where he also talks uh, to Ty. He's like, we don't have a choice, do we Ty? And Ty's like, nope, no, we don't. Fight. See, once again, Matt's like, just going to confirm with my pal here that it's okay to punch his friend. Cody evolves Armadillamon, and Kari evolves Gatomon, and they all attack with their stock footage. Davis won't fight because he might hurt Metal And everyone else is at him for not helping. Like, he's the only one not helping, actively, like, letting down the team. When they should just get on with it. This is when Vemon devolves and Davis still doesn't do anything. It's so awful. Patamon says, Vemon. And then Davis just goes, Vemon, I'm your friend. Yeah, he just has this epiphany out of nowhere. I don't always have to be nice to my friends to help them. Or whatever his epiphany was. And then he shouts, Vemon, I'm your friend and gets an evolution.
0: The egg just goes, okay, I'll be yours then. Because you friend the hardest, apparently.
1: Because he says that he's Vimon's friend. It's like, okay, well, anyone can say anyone's their friend. Like, Yoli could go, Hawkman, I'm your friend. Does that also activate it?
0: You have to shout it loud enough for the egg to work. So we get Raidramon.
1: Cody says that with a second Digi-Egg, Vimon can become twice as powerful. But that's not how it works. He can just become another thing that's the same power level. But yeah, he becomes Raidramon, who is comfortably the worst of the two. His
0: eye looks like it's in the wrong place. It's like it's where his nostrils should be.
1: We'll talk about it when we see the new Digimon, like, we'll talk about it later, but I don't like the Cody says, finally, someone who can stand up to the Emperor, and then can gasps. He's just like...
0: <laughs> the gasp is amazing.
1: And the gasp is... Why? It's not horrifying. This is an armor-level Digimon. You've already defeated, like, three of them, four of them.
0: I also love just the stunned silence after the gasp that lasts for a couple seconds. <laughs>
1: So they fail to remove the Spiral, and Matt says they need to attack at the same time. It's like, well, why didn't they all just do that? Like, Raidramon isn't stronger than any of the other armor levels. He is, though, because he has the power of friendship. Nefertimon's objectively stronger because it can do what Raidramon does, but also fly. I mean, really, the power of friendship should be stronger between Pegasusmon
0: and Nefertimon, because they actively have to work together. But Raidramon friendship davis woo they did it
1: but matt says that they need to attack at the same time davis still has reservations he's like i still don't know if i should it's like davis come on do the thing (sighs) change into power plays and it's awkward and it's bad and the spiral gets destroyed (laughs) what's the mood what's the feeling they want us to be having right now is it yay they're doing it they're gonna save him like what what do they want us to feel
0: it's woo friendship wins i guess is the feeling
1: So they destroy the Spiral. Agumon reverts. Everyone loves Raidamon and Davis, even though they're just the worst. Ken just leaves, I guess? He
0: retreats. Just isn't there. She's like, oh, I lost my big one. I'll have to go get a new one.
1: So the kids are back in the human world, and Izzy tells Tentamon to go and spy on the Emperor, and then everyone's just really happy with Davis because he's got another egg. And that was it. That's the episode. Any more notes?
0: There was lots of exhibition during which Metal Graymon could have crushed them all.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people standing around and talking.
0: While there's a giant dinosaur, which I guess is standing around and listening.
1: Standout character?
0: I've literally just, most of my notes after this point, I just, I hate everyone. So I don't have a standout character. I, it just says, I hate everyone.
1: Okay. Mine's Matt, because he's the best friend in this episode. Like He knows that they've got to do something that nobody wants to do which is to fight Algumon and hurt their friend. He knows they're not going to kill him because it's Metal Greymon. Come on. But he still confirms every time with Ty. He's always like, right, Ty, you know, we've got to fight him, haven't we? And then Ty's always like, yeah, we have to. Like, each and every time he's going to go and fight him, he just confirms it that Ty's comfortable with him doing that. And I really appreciate that. And Matt showed us the crest of friendship in this and how you're supposed to get it. And then for some reason, they decided to give it to Davis, who is arguably the worst person this episode. It's awful. Favourite thing? I hate everyone again. Okay. I said we saw Ogumon again because I like Ogumon.
0: I think at the end of this episode, I just enjoyed it so little that I just wrote I hate everyone multiple times. Filler or not? David's got an egg, so it's not Filler.
1: I didn't even write that I said not Filler because we had the Dark Spiral being destroyed, and Ken's now off plotting ways to improve the spiral as it that's like his thing whenever he fails. He goes off to improve stuff. I completely forgot about Davis getting the egg. He shouldn't have got the egg. Overall thoughts? I hate everyone. Okay. Literally all of the problems in this episode are caused by Davis. Everyone else here is not 100% comfortable, but 100% ready to fight Graymon. They know that they don't really want to do it, but they're like, you know, we've got to do it. I mean, Ken causes some problems as well, being the villain,
0: but that's his job.
1: But for their team... All of the problems are caused by Davis.
0: For a leader, he's very bad at everything.
1: But like, even when you compare it, it's either they don't hurt Greymon and he's a slave forever, or they hurt him a little bit and he gets his freedom back. They don't
0: really have a choice, but Davis still seems to think that he shouldn't fight Metal Graymon.
1: He's the only one who doesn't actually try and do it, and he's the one who stops and goes, I don't want to do it. He actively fights TK. He's like an OG kid. He's one of the adventure kids. He should get respect, you know. He literally saved the world before. I don't think Davis really understands that.
0: TK was a better friend to Patamon than Davis was to v Really, TK should have had the egg of friendship. He didn't shout. He didn't shout, Padamon, I'm your friend! Basically, Davis was rewarded for being an awful friend this whole
1: episode. Like, he just refuses to do things when people are like, no, you need to do this. We've saved the world once before. We know what we need to do. You should come and do this. And he's like, no. And just just because he shouts, he saves the day just because of him shouting that he's friends. Something that we already knew. He
0: didn't even really realise anything.
1: This, I think this has to be, I know we haven't seen the other ones yet, but this is the worst, the worst time. I know the words I want to say, like when the kids get the eggs, this is the worst way where a kid gets an egg. I think it probably is. If that makes sense, you know what I mean?
0: It's definitely my least favourite episode so far.
1: Yeah, and me, absolutely. It's just so bad. <laughs> Davis is such an obstacle and he gets rewarded. Yeah. And we know that any character development he got, which wasn't a lot, if any, it's all going to be forgotten in the next episode. He's still going to go back to being mean to TK and stuff.
0: There wasn't any development. He went from being friends with Vemon to
1: being friends with Vemon. <laughs> he gets the crest of friendship when he's the one person in the entire group that causes arguments and, and disruptions and stuff. I mean, Cody had the time with the tomato, but I'm forgiving that now because he's, like, gotten over it. Even his, like... Look, there's stuff we've got to do and I'm afraid of it. Even yo Lee had hers in the like the last episode or the episode before when she was cleaning her glasses. Like, she had a confidence issue. That was all solved. Instead of being like, I don't want to go and do the thing and I'll stop you guys from doing it. She was like, no, I'll just go and I'll stay back here because I know I don't feel good for it today. Any more notes or shall we move on? No, let's just move on and do the mono-a-mono. Now it's time for mono mono where we attempt to compare these episodes. First of all, we've got the new monsters. We've got Quagsire. Who's the best? Yep, I love I love Quagsire. Like I said, it's a ground type. And it's blue. It, it's just a happy-go-lucky Pokemon.
0: And it also gave a reason for Squirtle to come out, which was good. Yeah, it did, yeah. Flymon. Was Flymon actually new? I can't remember if Flymon was in the first series or not.
1: We got a uh, digi analyzer for it, so I'm going to assume it's new. But it is kind of forgettable. It's just Koonamon but bigger. Raidramon. It's... What even is it?
0: It's like a dinosaur stretched into a wolf shape.
1: It's Discount Garurumon, and it looks awful. The egg looks awful.
0: The egg's very sharp as well. I could hurt somebody. I mean, Davis now has two eggs with massive, sharp spikes on them. He shouldn't be trusted with those.
1: Rodramon just doesn't... It doesn't make sense. Is it, like, armour it's got on it? Like, as in, like... it, It looks like it'd be made of plastic. Like, that real weird cheap plastic. It's like rubber or something. It isn't, like, a Pegasus or a Sphinx. As the other ones. Or it's not Hulsamon which is a thing but with like a mask that's got wing blades on it. Like that's kind of cool. I mean Hulsamon's kind of a not great design as well but it's it's simple but yeah. But Raidramon just doesn't... I don't know.
0: It just feels wrong seeing Vmon become Raidramon because the body shape's just so different.
1: I think it doesn't help that the other one is Flamedramon and Flamedramon's really cool. It's a really simple design. It's got flames on itself. It's got spiky hands like... It punches and uses fire. That's what it does. It's cool. But it just looks like they wanted to take Garurumon and now we have to have this version of Garurumon, which is this spiky thing. It
0: doesn't work
1: because it's just so
0: different from v in everything. Okay, your monster of the week. My monster of the week was Quagsire because I loved it and it made the best sound, which was just quah.
1: Mine was Ken. Because we got to see his plans being acted upon. As I said earlier, he wanted to catch Patamon, who is arguably the strongest Digimon they have. And th- I know the dub gave him a line that that Patamon would be doing his laundry, but I feel like his actual plan was to get him to evolve into Magna Angemon and use Gate of Destiny and just straight up remove the kids from the world.
0: Yeah, that would have been a pretty bad end result for the Digestant.
1: <laughs> That's what he could have done with Patamon, because Patamon is the strongest Digimon they have. And if he can force Agamon to become Metal Draymon, he could have got Patamon to become... Magnet Angemon, so So it makes sense for him to be doing these things. So I'm interested to see what he does next. Who was worse, Ash or Davis? Do we need to even argue this? No, it's Davis. In every regard. Ash was like a passive participant in this episode. He would just watch the stuff with Quagsire go on. Davis actively disrupted everything and found stupid ways of delaying time. And there were so many points in this episode where I watched it at 1.5 speed because that's like enough time for me to take notes and and, and stuff and also get through it fairly quick. And even then it felt so dragged out. They couldn't just do a thing they had to have a big discussion about it and then put a couple jokes in it and like he he actively was holding the digi egg in his hand and instead of trying to lift it he's like nope can't do it guys instead of actively just lift all he had to do was lift his hands slightly up and that would have been it but it didn't he was bad which storyline did you prefer it was pokemon because it didn't make me frustrated
0: yeah i preferred pokemon as well because it was still fun whereas digimon's writing was just so awful
1: Mm -hmm. similarities i've got none they were both quite different Yeah, I've not managed
0: to think of any similarities either.
1: Differences: Digimon was kind of the third act to this mini-arc about uh, the Dark Spiral and Agumon's control, but it felt bad and the writing was awful, the jokes felt really out of place. Whilst Pokemon had jokes, they were really good, like Team Rocket's Pokeballs being in the trash. Jokes are
0: always just sort of appropriate in Pokemon because it's so much more light-hearted, whereas Digimon tries
1: to have serious stakes and then just ruins any sort of tension with its jokes they'll have literally something about to be killed and then they have to add a joke in it. It's like, don't, it doesn't,
0: you don't need it. It's like, I'm about to enslave your Digimon. Here's a joke about him doing my laundry
1: yeah i felt like pokemon felt more natural it was them just being in the next place they're going to be and then seeing this natural event that happens with pokemon and then just they took a step back and let the quagsire do their thing whilst in digimon it was it just it wasn't natural if that makes sense like the good guys actively caused the problems by which i mean davis and he just he was so out of character like i know that he has problems with tk but it's never been life-threatening problems and fistfights and he's always been as i've said before i think i said it in the last episode davis is the sort of person who's the first person to jump out and go on the adventure because he's got the most insane outfit and he's the go-getter and he wants to go and fight He should be the one who understands that, yeah, he's my friend. We're not strong enough to hurt him. We're literally going to try and break a thing on his arm. The thing on his arm will break before he breaks. But instead, he has to actively stop people from doing the thing they need to do. And it felt so dragged out. And you could have done this episode in like five minutes. (sighs) So who gets the point? It's Pokemon because of pure necessity, because Digimon was really awful.
0: Digimon was just the word friend and friendship over and over
1: again. And that was it. It was friendship where friendship wasn't deserved. And it didn't show us friendship. Like, the word friend has just lost all meaning. This is a prime example of really bad writing. The idea itself was quite good. I like some of the things they were going to do but the fact it all was written badly was awful like we like i said about patamon being taken patamon's the strongest digimon if they had just said that you know he's gonna try and get magnet to remove the kids that would have been so much better as opposed to no one needs you davis because you're expendable oh well no one needs that hat tk because it's expendable now we're gonna fist fight in front of the giant dinosaur that's trying to kill us both okay so pokemon gets the point and i'm tired yeah. And this is stressful. Let's do the outros then. Join us again next time where we'll be discussing the 12th episodes.
0: The Whistle Stop and The Good, The Bad and The Digi.
1: I don't even know what they're going to be about. No idea about The Whistle Stop. Oh, no, wait. I know what The Good, Bad and The Digi is. I don't know about The Whistle Stop.
0: They seem to like their episode title starting with The lately.
1: You can listen to more of us on SoundCloud, iTunes or Stitcher where we like getting reviews and comments. And you can message us via our Facebook, Twitter with the world and email which are all linked to the show notes also we're on discord that's one of them isn't it that's one of them yep and we can support you on patreon yeah that's the thing you can do thanks for listening Bye-bye. bye
0: bye we can stop the
1: god we It could get horrifying, like this Quagsire is there taking people's eyeballs. <coughs> <laughs> that might be a no. bit excessive. Uh, eyes. We just need them. We can have them back later, but we need them. We need them for our little game. <laughs> oh <my God>. No. <laughs> no. Hey, they take spheres. I guess they can just take eyeballs. That's fine. No. The Quagsire aren't like that. You don't know. You don't know what's behind those dead eyes. Maybe they have murderous intent. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay.
0: Pecco's being very cute right now, by the way.
1: Oh, good. I'm sat in a cold, dark room without cats because they're asleep. Because they've had lots of turkey today. Oh. <laughs> um...
0: Next up is Storm of Friendship. Okay. can we just right. say this episode's awful and move on
1: is that okay as much as as much as i'd like to do that our job isn't to just give a one-line quote we've got oh. to discuss it in detail of oh. why it's awful okay oh. change into power plays and it's awkward and it's bad on the destroyed. you got the like what's the what's the mood what's the feeling they want us to be having right now yay they're doing it they're they're gonna save him what what do they want us to feel you
0: and me will win something victory
1: one sec speaking of being a good friend my few pets hungry (laughs) see davis this is how you be a good friend you hear that your digimon is hungry
0: you come to your digimon's aid when they ask for it
1: Yeah, I do. I don't go. Oh no, actually, I won't do that. We shouldn't do that. that. No, we might hurt hurt him.
0: (laughs) But we have to fight. (sighs) But what if I hurt him? But we have to fight. But what if I hurt him? Friend, friendship, friend, friend.